Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Because someone has to say it, and no one does it better than Inez Says. Hope you're having a great day. I am Scott Inez. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Inez Says Podcast. You can find the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Of course, you can find it right there on the front page of the WDBO app and WDBO.com. And I invite you to join me on the radio every weekday morning. I've got Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Be sure to stream us right there in the WDBO app. Well, a lot of stuff today to address with Brian Kilmeade. Brian's must-listen every weekday, 9 to noon after us on WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580. On the agenda for today, the new border deal, DOA on Capitol Hill. But we begin with the House vote to impeach DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. It did not go according to plan for Republicans. Here's that conversation now with Brian Kilmeade. Republicans failed to impeach him last night on a technicality, I guess. We'll probably see another vote, I would think, in the coming weeks. But what do you make of the Republicans' miscalculations in this vote last night, Brian? Well, I mean, it's it, no doubt embarrassing. It also underlines one thing I think it's worth bringing up. Senator Menendez is still in the Senate. He's got gold bars. He's dealing with uh, <laughs> Egyptian illicit deals. He's head of foreign relations, yeah. might have uh, tipped foreign relations in American policy for his own personal benefit. He's dead to right it seems, the second time in five years. And this guy is still getting in intelligence briefings. Santos is a clown. He's an embarrassment. But his lies were really perhaps... Uh, breaking of the law. It looks like it. But the, the indictments happened, but the conviction hasn't. So they kicked him out. Republicans kicked out their own. Now, you might say, well, that's the right thing. I mean, this is the wrong thing. Well, both can't coexist. And the people, that, the guy that agrees with me is Senator Fetterman. It's like, what the hell is, is Menendez still doing there? But because Santos is out, this didn't pass. Yeah. Now, the other thing is Gallagher is a total shock to me. You know, he's a, he is so well-respected. You know, he's running the Intelligence Committee on China, bipartisan. He, get, you know, he gets the attention of Democrats because of his Marine background and uh, the, the classy way he holds himself. But did they, anyone ask him how you're voting? Yeah. I mean, did, they, did that come up to Tom Emmer? Hey, Mike, oh, how are you voting? No? Okay, mm. that just takes the whole bill, but I'll keep going. You know, so couldn't they possibly communicate this? I mean, that's what you lose with McCarthy. McCarthy was organized. Sadly, Steve Scalise is dealing with some serious cancer, and he's, he cannot be there. So his vote is not happening. So they have a four-point, a four-seat advantage. It's down to three. When Santos is gone, it's down to two. And then they lose three votes, and they quickly tank the whole thing. So now there's going to be a vote locally. It's just a few miles from my house uh, for the Santos seat. And I, I think Swazi, the Democrat, uh, has the name recognition as opposed to this 
uh, quality individual, but is very soft-spoken, who is from uh, Ethiopia, who served in the IDF, who came over to uh, America as a Democrat and just recently switched to Republican. And even though her resume looks great, she's not a great presence. Mm. So they could lose another seat mm-hmm. uh, in the next week. Yeah. So so this is just an embarrassment. I yeah. mean, they, they, I, uh, number one, I don't know about the wisdom of it. Because as, as be, they'll just replace my orchestra with somebody else who is not going to do anything. Yeah, Republicans would argue, look, we got to do something. You know, we, we do have the majority. At least we thought we had the majority. We got to do something. But it's not a great week for the Republicans. They did reject that border deal. I know you talked a few times with Oklahoma Senator Lankford about this border deal that he negotiated. He is obviously very much for the deal, but he's also very much in the minority in his party, Brian. Yeah, I mean— he lost 30 votes. You know, I think that Lindsey Graham is one of the few they could they'd sign off on it. But here's the problem. The Republicans say, yeah, you guys want Ukraine aid? OK. You guys want uh, Israeli aid? Yeah. Well, what about our border? Well, obviously, me and you agree with that. Border sh- it should be take precedent. They go, what if we put them together? And the Democrats said, all right, we'll put them together. Let's just do it. So they go work on it. And they go, get it done by Christmas. Because we're not done. OK, not done by Christmas. Yes, the Ukrainians. Well, we can hold out for Christmas. All right, fine. Israel, okay, we can hold out. Well, now it's February. And they put it up and they go, we don't like the border bill. So, you know, we can debate the border bill. That's a separate conversation. We don't like the compromise. Okay, so, okay, what about the aid? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? So, no, no, I don't want to give money to Ukraine. Well, why? Well, I want to track. Well, that's okay. Go to bat for getting a, a respected auditor. Follow this money and these weapons right to the hands of the Ukrainian military. And and it's, it can't be to the pensions. I got it. It can't be to politicians. I understand. It can't be a blank check. It's got to be material. Okay. Whatever it takes. But there's an active war going on that I don't want the Russians to win. And don't tell me Zelensky's short and a former actor. It has nothing to do with it. You know, so the Republicans asked for the coupling of it. They don't like the product. Fine. But did they think it through? What if they didn't like the product? Because now they go, okay, it looks like the president, it looks like somebody going for border control when he broke it. And now he's asking for aid and he said, you asked for a combination and you won't give it to me. So – I don't think anyone is playing this out. Isn't this a prime example of why Americans' approval rate of Congress is, I don't know what it is by now. It might be in the single digits by now. Isn't this why people are just so darn frustrated all across the U.S.? Yes, and I think it's a lack of leaders, too. Mm. One thing about McCarthy, you got plenty of energy. He, you know, I got him on the show. I could probably still get him on the show, mm. but he doesn't have any power. But he spent his whole life learning how to legislate, lead, how to uh, poke and prod, you know, work the refs work the press. Mm-hmm. So these guys have no experience. Johnson has no experience. So I think Johnson's like afraid of talk show hosts. Mm. So uh, that's a problem. You yeah. know, you got to learn, of course, you got to worry about Trump and you got to worry about powerful personalities uh, like us. So I get it. But at the same time, you have an agenda. How do you do it? I don't think anyone's got experience. And have you seen Mitch McConnell on the microphone? I mean, if I, I'm, I feel bad for him, it's brutal. Yeah. He can't get a word out. There's no leader there. There's no one who's going to stand up at a meeting and say, guys, realize the ramification. If this border bill is bad, where do we go from here? Mm-hmm. You know, you and I would not be able to get away with this in our lives. You know, if we're doing our show and, uh, you know, we don't have anything for the last hour. Well, when you play in your first two hours, did you think about doing your third? <laughs> no. No, that's not an option. I got no guests and I got no ideas. 
Well, that's your fault. Well, I, I keep going back to this deal, the border deal, and, and the four to 5,000 migrants per day is the part of the deal that got a lot of play. And I look, I guess I'm I'm pretty simple-minded. I'm a lot more simple-minded than you, Brian Kilmeade. W- whatever happened to zero people coming over the border illegally? Like, what? whatever happened, you know, if you want to come into this country, you do it legally. Is that, like, too much to ask for today? Is that where we've come here? There was a time, if we had this conversation five years ago, when Republicans were afraid to say that because it looked like they were anti-Hispanic. The good news is that ship has sailed. Everybody knows, including the Hispanic community, no one's being anti-Hispanic. Number one, Slovenia and China, they don't, they don't seem Hispanic mm, to me. I yeah. just did a Google. Right. So, I mean, we've got 155 countries here. So it's just broken. We've got the best country. Everybody wants to be here. So to crack down, I think you might have bipartisan support. The thing about this is, is that they just put a trigger in there. It wasn't 5,000 threshold. They just had no trigger. So right now, like the, the last week, uh, last month, it was uh, at one point 12,000. 12,000. Now, if this thing was in place, they would have shut down the border at five. Now, I wanted it at zero, but it means Border Patrol is totally overwhelmed. We can't process even legitimate claims. It is shut. And until you can drop it 25% below 5,000, that means encounters. That doesn't mean admissions. That means you could be a legitimate claim. That counts. So you could have 4,500 legitimate encounters that can stay, uh, which I hope there never is. But that's causing an encounter. You hit 5,000, it's just a shutdown. So it is almost like the bar closes at four. I don't care who you are or if you know the owner. It's shut down, or you ever go to an event and and it's a open open uh, open air event, and they go sorry the fire a fire department just came in here and they shut it down. It doesn't mean the uh, uh, event is bad. It doesn't mean they just said it's unsafe. It's almost like the shutdown of the stock market. So I think they totally mislabeled this and miscommunicated this. Mm-hmm. They just said we the issue just said we got a trigger with a shutdown. Now, then Trump would come in, theoretically, in nine months and said, I want that down to 2,000. I like down to 1,000. And then they put that up for a debate. Mm-hmm. If you follow me? Yeah. So it's a trigger. It wasn't a threshold. I mean, they hope to get below that. And if the new amnesty rules were implemented, but nobody has faith, justifiably, that this Border Patrol, this Health and Human Services Secretary, would, would actually enforce the new amnesty rules that were handed to him in this document. So that's why people, one of the main reasons people aren't going for it. Thanks to Brian Kilmeade for appearing on the Inez Says Podcast today. That's going to wrap it up for the podcast. Join me on the radio every weekday morning. Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.